I'm Leslie Torres. And I'm Bronna Marks. And together we co-host West Coast Mix and Bounce. For all things West Coast NBA. That's right. We cover the Lakers, Clippers, Warriors, and yes, the Kings and the Suns. When there's something good to talk about. We have a new and fun episode every two weeks where we break down the craziest headlines in the NBA that pertain to the West Coast teams. We are such a niche podcast that you won't find anywhere else. I mean, two girls with experience in the field talking West Coast basketball. Um, yeah, you want to listen. This is West Coast Mix and Bounce brought to you by LAFB Network. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of West Coast Mix and Bounce. We are officially back. It's been a little long off season, but not too long, right, Prana? Not <laughs> too long. Back. Not too long. I hope not. We're gonna be talking back West Coast basketball. So you got Lakers, we got Clippers, we got Kings, we got Suns, we got Warriors, all that. And it's already been a little messy week, messing training camp to start with. So we're gonna get into all of that. But before we do, just also remember that football is back and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your football betting needs this season. So you'll find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. So be on the lookout for that. And also as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. So make sure you go up in there. It's always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports events. And for stuff like MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. So if you're into betting, Bet Online is the place to be at. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive 100% welcome back bonus with your first deposit. Make sure, make sure you use the promo code BLEAV. I'm going to assume it's like BLEAV, but yes. Use it, receive your rewards, and just remember that Bet Online is where the game starts. So, thank you, Bet Online, for this little promos, this little advertising. Remember, football is back, but we're here to talk about basketball. We are. The messiness of basketball that it is that just started. And why not start? with maybe probably the messiest team this season so far mm, the mm. lakers yeah i know it hurts me to say this it hurts me to say this but the drama the drama is there anything you want to specifically get into should we talk about russ should we talk about hollywood at <sighs> its finest i think Girl. honestly um the thing that i want to touch on right now is that there's only i, I think six players from last season that are back this season which is true lakers fashion because you know they love to dump their whole bench and start over again <laughs> um and they are also starting over with a new head coach uh david ham um yeah. black coach believe he came from the bucks organization um and he is coming in a apparently the players are very excited about him i know lebron posted immediately when they said that it was official that he was very excited to have him he's already in training camps and answering media questions and saying you know what his outlook is for the season 
Um, he really wants to focus on defense, which we have also preached in our podcast that they need to focus on three um, defense and three pointers. So they added a few guys uh, during the off season that are three point and kind of point guard efficient. So, you know, uh, in his 20th season, LeBron doesn't have to play every single position. Uh, so uh, no more central are- LeBron. <laughs> right. Are you excited to see the new faces? Like, what, are you excited for the head coach? Like, what stands out to you? I mean, I'm excited. As a Lakers fan, I'm always excited to see what's new, what's happening. I'm just not excited about the drama that it continues to lead into this new season. And it's just like they haven't really put a butt into it. Like, this is where it stops. Right. Instead, I feel like they're just hyping the drama more by adding. So I feel like we already had that Russell Westbrook, LeBron, AD drama with the whole with Vogel too. They got rid of Vogel, but now you bring in Patrick Beverly, one of the new faces for the Lakers. Now you're bringing in Dennis Schroeder, who should be coming into training camp for, um, or at least for the preseason games. So it's just like you're bringing in these players who already had some kind of drama or have gotten into it with Russ and there's really like no serious question about what's gonna no serious answer to what's gonna happen to Russ like the it's all up in the air there's still trade rumors happening there's still there's a level of uh, this is how it's gonna be and with that it just brings drama it just brings more speculation and I'm not sure if the Lakers need it or want it honestly at this point I feel like they're doing it on purpose and right. they do like they do want that drama. They do want that speculation. So if they want the it, I'll give it to them. Yeah, I'm just like, are they really in it to win this season? I'm not sure. It's not looking like they really want to focus on just solely basketball. Right. I could be wrong. I could be. It could be just the way the the roster is looking. But I'm really like looking at it. And I'm just like, y'all do not seem serious to me. It doesn't look like let's put our heads down and play some ball. So. I'm excited just to see how it's going to turn out just because I love drama. I'm, I, I live for it. <laughs> so it'll be it'll be interesting to see how these new assets and new players mesh together and bond together. But, um, I mean, I guess I'm excited. I'm excited to see a healthy Anthony Davis. I'm excited to see LeBron play again. Uh, I'm excited to see what Patrick Beverly and Russ get into on the court or off the court. I don't know. I'm excited for all that. I'm excited for a championship. I don't know. Yeah, I Not mean, really. considering LeBron is 37 this year, um, apparently he wants to play with Bronny. Who knows if that's actually going to happen? That's um, literally what I was thinking. I'm like, I would not be shocked if it's like a total. They just don't win because oh, Bronny turned 18. Yeah, and, <laughs> and the rule, the league is changing its rules. Oh, right. <laughs> what a coincidence. What a very so no more one and done. Um, they're looking to draft players at the age of 18. If that's directly out of high school, then they will be able to do that. Um, and that would honestly open the doors for a lot of players besides Bronny, because it, it seems that there's already a lot of buzz around this new um draft and the new prospects and the G League and yes. everything in between. But um just focusing on LA real quick, it's funny that you say like you're you know you're excited for AD to come back because he recently disclosed that he was dealing with a wrist injury like predominantly Shocker. all of last season. Right? He missed 42 games last season and he shot 
a whopping 18% from three-point land. Um, so he said that he's fully healed now, that you know he can shoot. He was having issues following through. Um, but besides the injury he commented on, he also talked about you know the new outlook for the team, which is, uh, mm -hmm. he said, you get it, go. So he was saying that uh, the big three that they have, Russ, him, and Braun, were playing like super selfless and they were trying to just pass it around, pass it around. And nobody was really trying to be super aggressive and just take it in on their own. So now they're trying to do the opposite, which is be less selfless and actually just be aggressive and make the play. If you got it, just do it like basically. And I think that should have been common sense. Um, but I guess they were trying to play it real safe and it was just looking chaotic. And that's what he said. He said, you know, the ball was just getting lost around the perimeter and nobody really knew uh nobody was taking any initiative to make the play themselves um and uh, obviously the issue with russ and the drama of him does he even want to be there is he just talking yeah. out the side of his mouth his old issue with pat bev like they literally have beef the entire time in this league but now pat bev comes in and he's like it's my <laughs> brother in christ and i'm just like i don't if I believe that <laughs> um, you have Dennis Schroeder coming back who is also another like drama like German drama queen at that so um, but he did I believe he made a difference when he was on the Lakers I yes. just don't think they let that marinate enough before they were like okay we're tired of this you can go elsewhere I feel like he was asking for a lot of money and then they were like, we want to keep you, but it's a lot of money. And now they were mm -hmm. like, well, now you can, we can have you on our terms, which worked out for the Lakers. So, right. But I, but I, but I believe like if they would have, he would have probably asked for less. He, he would have stayed with the Lakers because he was effective. He was efficient. He was doing his job. Right. Yeah. That's also but, understandable. I guess it was kind of more of a trial and error as far as money goes. But, you know, sometimes you just got to invest. I mean, if he's one of the only players that is literally producing points and assists, like why let him go? I just don't. Exactly. Whatever. The, but exactly. that was No, that makes sense to me. That makes sense. Yeah. To me. That was a whole nother front office, you know, situation. Um, And they also picked up some younger players because they realized mm -hmm. that that full veteran lineup was not going to work for them. Um, So, <laughs> right. So uh, head coach Ham has decided to rotate in Kendrick Nunn, who played a few short contracts with the Lakers already. And Damian Jones um, from the Kings, who's, you know, big guy, averages about eight points. 65% shooting. So a solid big man. They also have Lonnie Walker from the Spurs, who I love. I mean, I lived in San Antonio for like three years, and he was just just a joy to watch. Uh, unfortunately, he's hurt right now. I think he has some mm. kind of ankle um, injury. And then obviously, they also picked up Juan Toscano Anderson. They stole him from the Warriors, and we all know that he's definitely a uh, a legitimate player. So I think they have some solid pickups right now. It's just, it's about chemistry. That's their only issue. They fill up with talent and then they don't know how to play together. <laughs> That's so true. That is so true. The chemistry is really important. And I feel like also to bring it back, what you said, like, oh, they're going to play less, less, less like, oh, kumbaya, I'm more like selfish. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you're right. That's like common sense. Like, but there were moments where Vogel would take guys out of the lineup and you were like, wait, why are you doing that? That doesn't make sense. Like, he's hot right now. Leave him in. I feel like if you kind of play your players to who are having a good night, then that should be common sense. Like, right. let's keep Anthony Davis because he has a hot hand. Let's let's take out LeBron because he's not playing so well. Let's take out Russ because he's not playing so well. Let's 
like switch it around here like that should be kind of common sense but i guess mm -hmm. it's not that common and let's see if they can like switch it up and have a better season but i, I mean, agree with you it's all about chemistry let's see if like having this new bunch kind of makes them work well together we'll see i don't I mean, I don't know. Patrick and Russ have had it out for each other for a while, so I'm just like, I don't know why y'all put them on the same team. But that's but his brother in Christ. If that's what's needed. <laughs> I mean, if that's what you think is needed to, I don't know. Uh, I have no idea. Yeah, and I, I mean, see them fighting on the bench already, so I'm just like, oh, this is not looking good, but... <sighs> I mean, already preseason, I mean, granted, you know, we, we don't really take preseason seriously, but they already have three losses. And uh, Davis, LeBron um, have been playing in, in a few of those games. Like I said, we usually don't take that as serious, but it, I mean, it is a it's like a precursor to the season. So if you don't take it seriously and you don't figure out and make the mistakes in those six odd games, then you're literally going to spend the first 25 games of the season just you know which is what you don't want making bullshitting correct yeah mm -hmm. so and i wonder also wonder if anthony davis gonna play center this time around because i feel right, like that was like a, also a big issue last season mm -hmm. i wonder if now he's gonna be like let me step up and just take one for the team because obviously me on me as center like we have we get more done yeah. so i don't know I, I feel like those are the questions and i'm like and you're right i see that in preseason so it's just like where where what are we doing? What are we what's going on? Yeah, where's um, the where's the God producing going on? No, bless for them. real though. <laughs> yes, they definitely bless Lakers. Need... Bless Lakers fans too, because it's gonna be a struggling on Twitter. Dang. Maybe Pat Bev and Russ can lead like a Bible study or something for the team because Girl. obviously, <laughs> imagine that that would be the highlight of their freaking season if that happens. That'd be crazy. They definitely need some team bonding. Like LeBron needs to invite them over to the house or so like come or on, some Lobos bro. tequila. Like that's what needs to happen. They need to get it together. Period. Period. Get get everybody a bottle or like. <laughs> I don't see that in the in like this recent Lakers organization is like they've been just relying so much like on talent they have not figured out that they literally have to like each other's like a little bit that's, that's a good point. <laughs> like that's just a good like point. a you know what I'm saying like tolerance is one thing because once you cross like a very low barrier like somebody's already pissed at you and throwing stuff oh, at you at the bench you know what i'm saying definitely. but if you have respect and you're like you know you put that above all for your teammates granted yes this is a job but y'all are working towards one goal so you need to understand that you have to be on the same page like y'all all have to be on the same page and they just have not figured that out i know the bubble was a situation because they had zero distractions and the lakers literally obviously cannot function in the real world unless they're in a bubble so maybe they just need to build like a bubble in the locker room every once in a while and just bubble it out together because i just don't know how they're going to find a championship chemistry like something that they can really rely on and get past because we're going to talk about it but there is a lot of other talent right now in the in the pacific division a lot and a lot of returning no, and then you're players. talking about you're talking about chemistry too so it's just like which teams are bonding on the west coast that are doing probably a better job maybe mm -hmm. not the warriors which we'll get into because they have drama going on on their own too but i mm -hmm. feel like maybe the clippers yes yes this no, could be right their season where they're finally healthy paul george and Kawhi. regardless of what's happening they i feel like their chemistry is there 
John yes. Wall, which was a newest addition, they look like they're all bonding and getting along. It could be just the socials that are making me think like, ah, maybe they're like getting along. But they mm -hmm. look like they're solid. They look healthy. I'm just like, is this what chemistry, good chemistry looks like for a championship winning yeah. team? And I, I think, what do you think? I think what's behind the Clippers is consistency. Consistency in keeping their mm -hmm. same core of players. Consistency with their coach, Tyrone. Lou has been there for a few mm -hmm. years now and just learning his, you know, way of coaching and trusting him and trusting everybody else. And, you know, looking at somebody like Kawhi, you're dealing with kind of almost a clay situation where it's like, you know, you have this mm. breakout player and he's just sitting on the bench hurt, but he's rooting for y'all. And, you know, I'm sure he has input and he's been working on mm -hmm. himself. And that's also inspirational to his teammates. The fact that he's been hurt so long, but he still wants to come back. He still wants to contribute. Um, you know, I'm sure hopefully he's been in like PG's ear because PG and that time has also, I feel like developed as a player and taken on some of more, of the way in i feel like once quiet comes back like they're gonna be even more dominant because paul george had this time on to himself on the floor to like you know become that that first leader and then mm -hmm. he has all these younger stars behind him i mean they're calling the clippers like the deepest team in the league which is like i ah, saw that the Suns like, also give they? me like, yeah, the Suns give me deepest team as well. But I mm -hmm. mean, the Clippers just haven't played. I think they quite between Kwai and PG, the four, this is year four, which is insane to me. Four years they've been on the team. How many games and have we seen them together? A hundred and four games. That's crazy. There's literally like almost a hundred games in one season. And they've been together right four years, and they've only played a hundred games together. And that's not even—I don't think that's counting playoffs, is it? Like that's crazy. No, it's both. Yeah, it's regular season and playoffs. Wow. And get so this, and that hundred and yes, get this though—the record within that hundred and four games that they played together, they went seventy-two and thirty-two. Mmm. It's like seventy percent, kind of. Damn. Right. That's a solid like. Okay, Clippers fans, we see you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just, Let me I see. feel like it's just getting healthy. They just got to get healthy or, and stay yeah. healthy, mm -hmm. especially Kawhi. Also, I feel like that what you said about Kawhi is very accurate. Can he come back dominant this season enough to actually play with Paul, play with John, and like stay consistent throughout? I feel mm -hmm. like that's it. And if they can, I agree. Maybe I don't know if I call them the deepest squad, but they've had – yeah, they have everything. They've all the players that have come along with them. I think it's Reggie Jackson, like um, Zoe mm -hmm. Bach. Uh, like they're all they've all been there for the last four years, or at least yep. to get there. So the chemistry's there. The working towards it is there. Just, just like can Kawhi come in and stay, be that Kawhi Leonard that we know from like the Raptors days and from San Antonio. And if he is, then it's just like, it's yeah, probably work. It's just could that. Be, it could be unstoppable. And granted, you know, even though the Clippers have had their sad, like, weird <laughs> moments, um, they've never really, like, you haven't seen, like, necessarily any internal conflict. Like, players are not fighting each other. For sure. Or, For sure. like, you know, talking shit on the bench to each other. Like, they've been a boring team, mostly, honestly. Um, if but I was that, Paul George, I would have been pissed already. Like, sir, yeah. are you not healthy? What? What time is it? Be healthy already. But he's not. He's keeping it chill. He's like, oh my god, okay, that's nice. Yeah, like a lot patient. of patience. 
Yeah, definitely a lot of patience. And I think that mentality, that calm, like kind of very bleak, boring mentality is either like they're just sitting there straight face or they're rooting for each other. Boring. At least they're not. I mean, they have they have been boring. Um, but I think Kwai will once he comes back, I think that energy will definitely change. Mm -hmm. I yeah. hope so. I hope he's, so. At least like, for like, you know, the rivalry for LA for him as a player himself like I just want to see him back to being like the Kawhi that we remember like right. suck if they beat the Lakers for me yeah but basketball should be fun should be some drama in there so exactly I'm excited I'm excited little, to see what the fuck is up a little Ooh, mix up <laughs> <laughs> now another team that was like super close to a championship the Suns um, they have been mostly quiet this off season, besides the fact that they did get rid of their general manager, Robert Sarver, if y'all haven't heard. Um, drama's off season has been crazy. Yeah, he was, um, allegedly, uh, being just a horrible boss, a lot of misogyny, a lot of racism, um, and the NBA launched as investigation, you know, they mm -hmm. wanted to penalize him, a $10 million fine and a one-year suspension, obviously. Uh, the players, the fans, other front office people were like, that's not enough. That man caused real, like, real drama um, and real trauma. <laughs> so mm -hmm. they decided that he's going to be forced to sell the Mercury, which is the W team for Phoenix, and then also the Suns, um, and then kind of just be blackballed and not be able to do much of anything, which I thought was the best. He shouldn't have, he shouldn't benefit from this situation at all. There should be no benefit. He was there for almost 20 years and his reign was traumatic the whole way through. And it took mm -hmm. this long for people to actually say something and win that fight. And that kind of, in this day and age, especially that should not be tolerated at all. There should be zero tolerance against any kind of harassment. Um, he ever he also came out with some kind of weird statement and was like saying that our you know this aura is so unforgiving and like this generation is so and as we should be because you should be held accountable for every single action that you take. Yes, of course. <laughs> um, you know, so that's like hung over the suns. Yeah, I feel like it's. I mean, from like a worker's point of view, like I feel like we all worked for people before like that sounds like too much i would have hated my boss if he was like that like that is just it's, it was too much it was to the point where it was like abusive it was mm -hmm. very like dishonest like it was i don't know i mean i agree with everything that was said and i i'm glad that they forced him to sell the nba did get a little bit of flack in the beginning i think because they were just like ah, yeah not so sure what to do with that or, or their investigation and it was a long investigation because i feel like these allegations came out last season and now yeah. we're finally getting some kind of closure on it. But whatever is best for the workers, I believe, I feel like sometimes power gets to people's heads. They feel like they're above certain laws or they can get away with certain stuff. And it's just like, we're still humans. Treat me like a human. So that's exactly also a thing I think that loomed over the suns this season. Like just trying to see what was going to happen with that. And I feel like you can't really get a season started until you don't know like what's really going to happen. Same thing for the Clippers with, um, I think, what was his name? David something, right? No. Uh, no, Donald. Was... Donald. Donald. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. That so, was same thing. I'm like, that was some, like, drama that came up with it. And, like, and you couldn't really, like, do anything until it was settled. But regardless mm -hmm. of that, for the Suns, they're coming back this season as kind of, like, 
almost defending like trying to defend their last season and trying to still keep it up i feel like this season they mm-hmm. still have their solid players chris paul devin booker they are kind they kind of revamped a little bit they added some players they got rid of some players some players went off for the free agency season they mm-hmm. are i feel like the most notable losses maybe are probably going to be that they are without um i think javel mcgee is no longer with them i think alfred payton is no longer is a free agent or may not be with them i don't know if he got another roster spot but i feel like there's been some movement so they're not looking like the suns from a couple seasons ago I'm not right. sure if this is going to be a positive or a negative spin. I feel like they're just going to have to like figure out what's going to be going on with them. And mm-hmm. I feel like their identity is kind of changing just a little bit. And I'm not sure if that's a positive or a negative. I have to see them help play like on the floor as a season for me to be like, oh, yeah, this can work for them or this is not working for them. But I just feel like, I don't know. I mean, they still have Chris Paul. They still have Devin Booker. So I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm gonna work out for them, but I'll put I wouldn't put them like top three, maybe like top six. Yeah, I think they're weathering the storm right now because I think everybody could tell that was very heartbreaking for them to go out in a game seven at home um, against the Mavs and uh, just you know. I feel like they thought they were ready and then they weren't and, you know, it's super disappointing. And then you have somebody like Aiton who's co- who comes out and says, well, I haven't talked to my head coach since the season's been over. Um, and then, you know, Monty had to come back. Well, I haven't spoke to many players since the season was over. I thought I was just giving everybody a break. And then mm-hmm. obviously, you know, there's rumors that they wanted to trade Aiton and that situation. So they're definitely definitely some drama there some mm-hmm. issues some underlying issues you can tell obviously chris paul is a vet he's you know almost old as lebron as far as like you know his productivity on the floor mm-hmm. uh that's gonna change and they're definitely gonna need some more role players to kind of support that and and figure out how that longevity is actually going to you know help and literally in the long run if they want to make another stretch like you know, that's a long season to have and to come back and try to do it all over again is going to be is going to be taxing. I'm not sure. I'm just like, eh, I'm not sure. Um, I think I'm going to just let him like ride the wave and see for like the first couple of months and see how it goes. Because yeah, I'm not really sure about that team, to be honest. I feel I'm feeling more of my my feeling for the Lakers and the Clippers. Like I feel more a little bit towards what's happening with them. Also, not really sure about the Warriors. The drama that came out of there, too. I feel like, um, what's going on with this West Coast? At, at the end of last season, I was like, oh, my God, I'm super confident. Now I'm just like, what's what's happening? The we need to Warriors hit on that one. We need a play-by-play. <laughs> they are literally NBA champs, and they are the most messy thing that is happening right now in the preseason. Draymond I feel like lost. you think it's getting to them? You think it's, like, getting to them? Yeah, I think uh, a few heads blew up, got a little big. You know, the young the young guys are like, I got a ring now. I could walk around like whatever. I could say whatever I want, you know, I, whatever. And the older guys are like, fuck that. Please shut up. Stop talking. And otherwise, I will punch you in the face and knock you out in practice, which is what Draymond did to Jordan Poole. <laughs> that was... No. Okay. 
I heard about it. And I was like, what's going on? Like, what? I'm like, I'm sure it's like normal. People get heated in practices. It took me back to like, you know, Kobe getting into it with all like the rooks and stuff like that. Like, if you're mm-hmm. not there, like trying to be like strong and like being there for the team, like you can get out. You know, we're going to practice. We're going to focus. Then I saw a video. And I was like, wait, hold on. I don't, this has nothing to do with basketball. It looks like, from my point of view, like, y'all were just shit-talking from far away. And then Draymond pulled up and just, like, one-punched him. I was like... Punch. Like, sucker punched at that, too. That was definitely a I was like, move. I was like, wow. And now Draymond is taking some days away from the team, trying to, like, cool... Because I'm pretty sure everybody he did. If yeah. Jordan wasn't mad before, he's probably mad now because the video leaked and now everybody saw that he got sucker punched. It's just... Apparently a, a photo of his face leaked too. I don't know if it's true, but yeah, it looked like his whole face was just like black and blue from this side. No like, way. Yeah. I saw a video of him the day after and he looked fine, but I will say okay. I did see him from this angle. Wait, no, yeah. this angle? So I'm not even sure. I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah. I just feel like it's too much. It's just too much for a championship winning team. Like yeah. This. Like, what, like what, what? what's the purpose? What's the fight? They should have came back. It could also be chemistry is not going so well with them. And will mm-hmm. this be an issue that lingers throughout the season? I mean, a sucker punch in practice is pretty freaking messed up. Like, especially from a veteran player like Draymond Green, who's been there years and years and years and years now. And he has a very, you know, he's very influential over the team as he's supposed to be a leader. And the thing is, we've talked about Draymond and his, like, his, his, um, his issues, basically, his anger management. We've seen him fight with ref- with refs. We've seen him, you know, get into it with other players. And, you know, he's come out multiple times. Oh, well, I'm working on myself. I don't want to be that anymore. I don't want to be portrayed as, as that anymore. I'm older now. Da, 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 da. Obviously, somebody is lying because <laughs> he, if he had his shit together, literally, he would not be coming at... I, And it's your own teammate. That's what's very frustrating to me is that the whole team has to deal with your actions and look at Jordan Poole in his face and be like, wow, another teammate really messed you up. And like that is like such a horrible thing to like look at. No matter what, I don't care if he was saying like F your mama, don't punch your teammate in the Mm -hmm. face, like handle that somewhere else. And the fact that it got leaked. Now I heard whoever the video coordinator, whoever leaked it to TMZ got paid like $26 million. Now, if it was me and I was an intern, millions, million, twenty six no. million. Like I said, don't believe no. everything that the internet tells you. But that's what they were saying. If somebody was no. offering me twenty six million dollars and I was a video coordinator making probably under sixty k uh, a year, I would definitely say yes. F this job. Can you send me a check? Thank you. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow. but yeah, I mean, because it was that. Like, I don't think I have seen that in the last decade somebody just flat flat out punch another teammate in their face and knock them out like Jordan Poole fell to the ground like it wasn't yeah. even like a little whoop and then he was like no it was just like a bosh and he was like out <laughs> see but I don't know uh, to me it's like it's all about context so yeah I'm not condoning violence but I will say that I don't know I, I, you I'm not like it depends on what was happening. 
I'm pretty sure you always you always want to be like, don't fight, like don't don't do it. Yeah. But I come from well, I don't know, but I come from like you say something and you're not ready to pull up, like then don't say anything at all. Period. You know. But that's just me. Yeah. I'm just like I'm sure people like, and I've had talks with like people in my life before when we talk about fights and stuff like that. They're like, no, let's say you never use your hands, and I'm just like then don't open your mouth if you're not ready to use your hand, you know? Like, to me, it always leads to a fight yeah. when you're, like, being argumentative or, like, even, like, road rage and shit like that. I'm just like, no, because to me, it can always lead to something dangerous. So if you're not ready right. for the consequences, don't open your mouth. And right. to me, that's, like, for me, I don't know what was said. It's very smart that the video was dropped without audio. Um, no one's really, I mean, I feel like people are coming to everybody's defense, like, it's just something that happens in practice, and people wanted to come for Jordan, and then Andre Wadala was like, no, don't come for him, so I'm just like, what was really said? What was the point of it? Did it have to be a punch? I probably didn't. It could have been a shove. Mm -hmm. It could have been just more like, you know, what guys do, like, oh, getting each other's face. I mean, I don't, I don't know, it just, to me, it depends, but for someone like Draymond, who, like you said, is a veteran, who is supposedly trying to be better is the words of wisdom coming out from the Warriors. That's usually the glue for all of them to be mm-hmm. like that. I don't think that it's a good look at all. I'm glad he's taking some days to step back, but I don't know if that's going to make a big difference, honestly. Right. I feel like he needs and- to apologize to Jordan, apologize to the Warriors as a team. I'm not even sure he an apology statement has came out from him, to be honest. He did. He said sorry he during some media day. You know, he said, you know, that was embarrassing, and I didn't. That's how he announced the fact that he was going to step mm-hmm. away from the team for a few days. Oh, maybe I um, missed it then. Yeah, but apparently. Did you see it? Did it sound sincere? I didn't even listen to it, honestly. Like, I saw they had captions over it, um, but I just, mm-hmm. I was just so fed up with his actions. I didn't even want to listen to what he had to say because I'm sure somebody mm-hmm. wrote that out for him or he wrote it down, prop, like, whatever. It just didn't, I just don't think it's authentic. Like, you did that and it was just really bad. And, like, whatever you're saying right now, I really don't care. Like, <laughs> and, exactly, like and that's the thing, like, you could have, honestly, I feel like once you know the power of your strength, that's why I'm like, to me, it's like, if you're always like, if you're arguing or something at to the end of it, it can always be an argument. So like, are you yeah. sure you want to get into this? I remember like in high school, like people fighting, you, people break their hands just trying to fight. I'm like, ew, I'm not trying to do all that. Right. Yes. You could have literally seriously hurt your teammate. That's the thing. That's the thing that scares me because your, your punch must have been so strong just to knock him out. You could have left him unconscious. You could have killed mm-hmm. him. It could have been like more dire situation, a bigger situation than it is. And that's when it comes back to me, like, remember the power of your strength. Yeah. So if you're not ready for it, don't open your mouth. And if you're going to be the aggressor, just be, be prepared for the consequences. Exactly. And um, on both sides, like, obviously, like you said, there was no audio, but we're never going to get the full story. And they obviously Mm -hmm. don't want us to have the full story. Um, And apparently the Warriors said that they're going to handle, you know, the consequences internally, whatever. I whatever was said, however it turned out, I think both of them need like some kind of like you did bad, go sit out for a game or do this like we that's zero tolerance right there you can yes you cannot let that be okay that is not okay and i don't like i said i don't care what he said i don't care what draymond was thinking like y'all both messed up it looked real bad it's all over the internet like (laughs) i mean it's bad i need to know the whole tea on that situation i need to know that's yeah exactly but there you go those are a championship team that's coming back this season hoping to run it back Good luck to him. 
<laughs> Will they run it back? I feel like, I don't know. I feel like the Warriors have a lot on their plate sometimes, and they always seem to, like, buckle up and, like, play under pressure. Mm-hmm. Could this be the incident or the thing that makes them be like, well, it looks like we can't. I think I they know. just re- they just made this the long season even longer for them. Mm. I think that's what is this going to be. It's going to feel even longer now because one, they already won a championship. They had that very big, big, big stretch. We've seen them do it twice in a row. I don't think that they're incapable of pulling it off again. Um, but like I said, it's going to be a long season for them. That's that to me long. is so sad because they could have mm. had it all. And now here we are just talking about punch rather than what they're bringing to this night. right exactly so change the whole perspective on things i mean it's better than the kings though (laughs) yeah uh the kings do we even have to talk about them no i mean i could give them one sentence they're the kings they're doing the same thing they were doing no real uh change in that and uh, we'll just kind of see how it goes (laughs) that's crazy that's crazy well that makes sense for me I mean, mm-hmm. let's see. Will De'Aaron Fox have a breakout season? Will they finally use Harrison Barnes? I have no idea. No, they they we also picked they up have so many strengths. Books. Yeah. Oh, amazing! Good for him. <laughs> Former good Laker. for him. Good for him. Yeah. 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 So, I don't the know. Kings are the Kings. It's I always mean, like question mark, question mark, question mark. Who knows? <laughs> Sorry if there's any Kings fans on our site or listening, because it's just, there's not much. Maybe they can, like, enlighten us. But yeah, we'll we, we try, we'll guys. Out. We really try. So it's just, you know. You can even look for an article. You really won't find much, to be honest. No, it's just, like, what will there. they, yeah, will they work with the players they have? Will they actually do something with it? We'll see. Yeah. I think, who's the coach now? Blake Brown? So That's a good question. <laughs> it, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're better than me. I'm glad you know. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know. Maybe that could be the thing that was needed for the Kings. I don't know. Like, um, I hope they turn it around. It's been too long, honestly. They got to do something. Like, Jesus. I feel like they have some talent. They just don't know how to use it. You know, Harrison they Barnes do. came from the Warriors. Then he went to, I think, Mavericks was a while. So just like they have the potential there. It's just like putting it together. Mm-hmm. And making them Maybe work. Too and making many them believe. players need to start. Maybe. They need, we'll see. They need we'll to believe out. in themselves for sure. But on the flip side of the losing situation, we have the W, and one of our own divisional uh, teams won the entire thing the Las Vegas Aces. They did. They're here from the West Coast. They're putting out, they're showing out for uh, the West Side. So they won. That was so huge. I was so impressed because it did go like East and West kind of because they went all, they played against the Connecticut Sun. Who are mm-hmm. all the way in the east. So it's just Literally. like, oh, this is a real east and west battle. So that was really cool. And they won behind Asia Wilson, behind Kelsey Plum, behind their MVP, Chelsea Gray. So it was just mm-hmm. a all-out, honestly, a great playoffs for me. Maybe the finals was a little bit, a tad bit boring. But it's still, yeah. they got the job done. They got I think it it, done they were outweighed, definitely. They were definitely the favorite overall overall i mean i think really halfway through the playoffs you could see how front loaded all the you know the top teams were and how like downloaded the other teams were but we did get to see sue bird and her last hurrah that was so oh, that game was crazy oh, that was such is... a good game was like, one more year sue come on come on i thought so too but 
Honestly, when she hit that corner three and against the aces, which was the aces, I was like, yeah, ah, she went to like beast mode. She really wanted it. And I'm like, the better team won. But yeah. that moment, that second, I was like, wow, that's a legend. Historic. Like, yeah. Undeniable. That's like your last shot of your WNBA career. Like, career. like, like yeah. who else going to say like that's how they walked away from the game? That was, that's what that I got was out. such yeah. a huge moment for her. So I was like, you know what? And then the Aces, they played the storm to get to the finals. So I was like, yeah, yeah that's that's yeah. one way to win a championship. Like beat out like Super and one of the better teams on the West side and just bang it out. And I was like, wow. It was a huge moment for them. Yeah. Uh, just let you know, West Coast basketball is where it's at, maybe. I don't know. No, for real, though. You know, definitely drama. Like the but Warriors on this side, right? Warriors yeah. on this side. When was the last team? Let me see. Hmm. Before the Warriors. Oh, no. It was the Bucks. Never mind. Well, they're yeah. mid. They're, I feel like they're Midwest. considered mid. Yeah. I want to call them East Coast. But still, it was yeah. such a great season. Did you watch any of the playoffs or finals for the W this yeah, I I think I watched like the first round. Like I said, I think the second and thirdish round were kind of like a, a little hit or miss for me because I feel like there was just like I knew what was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, but I did appreciate the fact that they one extended all the um the formats and gave mm-hmm. them more games to play, and it's like no more one and done. It's either you're playing five three or five games. Um, and I, that's what they deserve that they deserve to go back and forth a little bit and get that TV time. Um, and, you know, really be able to showcase their talent and get all those blocks in as far as like advertisement and stuff like that. Because now you see a lot of other women's sports are like, you know, being heavily invested in. And a lot of these big names are buying teams. People like Kevin Durant are, you know, invested in women's soccer and lacrosse and, and stuff like that. So, and the W really, granted, we all wish that they were way more ahead, but they're doing great for where they're, where they're at. And you can see that with a, with a win like the Aces, the fact that those arenas were packed, packed out. You couldn't even hear anything because the crowd was so loud. They were so united. And that's the kind of support that women's sports has that people think like, oh, nobody supports women's sports. That's BS. That's Mm -hmm. you and your masculine uh, toxicity or whatever have you that (laughs) you were brought up in. Um, But the fact that you look at a coach like Becky Hammond, who came from the NBA as an assistant coach and was able to win, she was the first coach ever to win in in her first season besides obviously the first season of the WNBA so the fact Mm -hmm. that she did that 25 years it took 25 years for another coach to pull that off and she had all that experience she was in the W she's a former W player and she had one of the best records she you know really brought the team together and she was so humble about it she was like you know I was blessed enough to come in and have all this talent and all these great women to work with I really didn't honestly didn't have to do much but you know at the end of the day she did she did do enough because the aces were always like right there to the championship and just exactly. couldn't get they didn't have that leadership that confidence the you know the unity on the bench with the hoodies and the blazers like it's just a different vibe that she brought <laughs> definitely i feel that i was like why y'all look the same all of a sudden but you know it's it's the little things that we take for granted i guess for a team to work and mm-hmm. the same way as becky was like well i didn't have to do much 
but just her presence alone her leadership alone was that little thing to get them over the edge and finally win the championship because they've right. had kind of the same roster-ish yeah and even this even this season i feel like their bench was not as deep as before as other seasons so the fact that they still pulled through it mm-hmm. just shows a lot what becky hammond can do what like the future of the WNBA holds for us because I feel like this level of basketball was probably some of the best basketball we've seen and the fact that if you're not watching it's just because of your point of views at this point because the basketball is great basketball so we had even for the Suns uh, for the Sun for the Connecticut they had Alyssa Thomas do like back-to-back triple doubles yeah in a finals that we have never seen before yeah the first time we had our first triple double in WNBA finals history and then you yes. follow it with another triple double performance like that's so huge i love 18 her like style of play so yeah and coming off an injury too she can't coming off of injury the way she shoots the ball it's just crazy so if you're not like if you're not watching it's because you really don't like women and just say that <laughs> don't thank <laughs> you thank you just thank say you. that because the <laughs> basketball is great so exactly. i don't know <laughs> I, honestly but, I've been saying this. I really think women's sports is just more competitive than men's because one, mm-hmm. they have to always do extra to prove themselves. And two, like, you know, they don't have all the like, I'm a celebrity already, so I don't really have to do that much. No, they're going to play 110% every time they go out on a field, a court, an arena, whatever women's sports you are watching, it's going to be competitive. Mm-hmm. And if as long as you're invested in it, just like the crowd is, then you're going to have a good time. Exactly, exactly. It was a great season. Honestly, I can't wait for the next season. If the style of play continues, the competitiveness continues, we get new and younger players who are kind of more on that, like, different vibe stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. it's going to be so much fun. If if the league expands, even more room for more players to stand out. So, So I mean, it just sounds all great. So, I just, I'm so happy for the Aces. I'm happy to have been able to have been part of that um celebration all of that finals and all that chip talk so yes. it's great to see this season come to an end just like all your hard work like comes to an end somebody won and everybody loves it so i love that i love that yeah. for us nah, <laughs> and women in sports whole... too right yeah. yes shout out to the whole w team Orange right. put out, put out. <laughs> um and obviously like we've talked i think about everything and before we close out i definitely want to say Brittany griner's name again she has been in russia for almost 300 days mm-hmm. in prison um apparently the biden administration is still working to do a prisoner swap with russia but we cannot forget about britney griner please keep saying her name please keep tweeting about her put an instagram post up wear a t-shirt wear her jersey just make sure that she's visible and that people Mm under yes she should be home already and she is not so i just want to make sure that everybody hears that i agree with that thank you brana for bringing it back to that because it's it's such a sad sad situation to be in and given the fact that it's just turned to a bigger issue than it has to be, it's not great. So if we keep on reminding that she's out there, she's still out there, she doesn't deserve to be out there, she deserves to be back here. And yeah. hopefully, like, it's enough attention so that it's a top priority for the administration at this exactly. point, to be honest. Exactly. I agree with that statement. Well, we did it. Another we episode. Girl, this conversation flows too much. Next time, we, besides coffee, I'm going to have a drink because... <laughs> This is great. Period. I love it. I Ooh, love it. We need like a happy hour special like episode. Oh my God. Yes. Give me a, a little tequila, a little margarita. I'm all set. Okay. I can talk sports for hours. <laughs> Maybe with a bathroom break here or there, but 
I'm already. You know, I'm. We're sick. gonna get our commercials <laughs> in. We're gonna pay some bills. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> yes. Because hold on, let's let's pay the bill right here. This episode was presented by Bet Online. There we go. <laughs> so make sure y'all go ahead and go on Bet Online and use that yes. promo code. Also support uh, the guys who hold us down, LAFB Network. Uh, they've been holding us down for several years now. So make sure you listen to all the other podcasts and. You know, take football. all the other football content. is still out there, yes. guys. Yes, football and football. LA LA football is kind of you know it's kind of interesting. It's hot right now. Here. It's hot right now. Let me tell interesting. you. The, well, the Rams won the yeah the Rams won last year, right? Or my trip? Yep. Yes. Uh, but run they, it back. Run it back. They lost some players. OBJ is still like taking tours, like he's a college oh, scout. OBJ. So you know, Girl, <laughs> I I need to go listen to some podcasts and see what the is up with OBJ. Like, how how do they do that? How do they just let a player just be like, let me mingle right now and I'll find a team later? NFL is a good one for that one. Right? (laughs) And the fact that he obviously has enough money to just be like, I'll take the whole year off if I want. (laughs) It sounds like he wants to pick and choose and be like, let me just jump on the championship team. Mm, Right at last minute. I mean, we'll and I'm see like, ah, I'm like, that's crazy. I can't believe a league allows that. I like yeah. that idea. Well, I don't know. Do I like it? I don't know. But it just, it just shows you the difference in leagues. But maybe jump on a podcast and see what the guys think about this. That'd no, cool. <laughs> for sure. But other than that, appreciate you guys listening once again. We're gonna have a long season ahead of us. So I'm super excited to uh, keep coming back and doing these podcasts with Leslie because I love her. She's so Yay, great, me and too. we're we're just out here just being women in sports, trying to do the best we can. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Thank you so much, y'all, for listening or watching. Y'all can hear us on Spotify, on Apple Music, on podcasts. You can hear us on the LAFB network, or you can watch us on YouTube. So there's so many options for you. So thank you so much for watching and supporting. And we'll be back for the next episode. Bye. Bye, guys.